up, everyone? Welcome back to this edition of the Redbird Report. <laughs> I am Cade Heather, sports editor here at the Vid- at the Vidette, and I'm joined yes. by my good friend here, Jonathan Barless, co-sports editor. Uh, well, how you doing on Monday, Cade, this Monday? You know what? I mean, I'm doing okay, if I have to say it. Uh, I could I could be doing a little better, if I had to be honest with you. I could be doing a little better. I feel like all of us could be doing a little better this time of year. Uh, fall break coming up next week. Yeah. Kind of the football season winding down, to put it lightly. And uh, we'll just kind of start there with football. The Redbirds suffered their fourth Missouri Valley Football Oof. Conference loss in a row. Uh, puts the birds at five and five overall, two and five in the valley, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of safe to say that you know the light at the end of the tunnel is becoming more of a a darker a darker mm-hmm. tone than anything for uh, the Redbirds' playoff hopes this season. But we'll kind of mm-hmm. just kind of go into this real quick. Brady Davis back this week, uh, pretty average start. I would say he threw two touchdowns and two interceptions for 294 yards. Um, another storyline: James Robinson kind of taking the back seat this week to Markel Smith. Uh, Smith put up a touchdown. He had 83 yards, but he had less carries than Robinson. So kind of like a weird thing going on right there. Markel yeah. kind of taking more opportunity with the ball in this game. Uh, but, you know, Indiana State had some great plays. They made the key plays. Uh, Jaquan Keyes, the number one running back in the Valley currently, missed this today's start or uh, Saturday's game. And the backup, the backup, McCoy, collected 132 yards with two touchdowns. <laughs> What happened I, to ISU's defense? Yeah, what happened? I don't know. They kind of they kind of uh, disappeared here in the last couple of weeks, uh, especially the run defense. I mean, you look at this game alone. Just I mean, a backup running back goes off on you like that, and then the week before against uh, Northern Iowa, mm-hmm. they allowed 117 uh, yards just from one guy and like 130 plus yards overall on the ground. Um, yeah, it's not. It's definitely nowhere near where they were uh, towards the beginning of the season, or even towards the beginning of the Valley season. Uh, just alone, that mm-hmm. um, it's interesting. I mean, I don't know what happened. It's, they, th- it's kind of a phenomenon to see what happened. I mean, the first yeah. six games they go five and one, and here we are going into week eleven. They're five and five, and yeah. we're back at this and stage of the game like last here we go year. Again. Here we go yeah. again. This the same exact story. So yeah. a couple of things in my mind is. What could they be doing better? What what have they done better this year that you know puts them in a light? Spack has said in the past, you know, they're young, they're still learning. That learning curve uh-huh. is still obviously prevalent. Their offensive line, again, like we've talked about many, a multitude of times. I right. think every week we talk about the offensive line here. Right. They're young, and you know course, that excuse only works for so long. Yeah, as exactly. long as you see uh, production eventually in the future, which I hope, I hope I see that. But it, it's just it's like questioning because. Early in the season, the running game was so good for ISU, and like a lot of that was two because of the offensive line and how so great the offensive line was playing together Absolutely. and giving enough space for everyone to run and uh, even giving protection to the quarterbacks. And now you don't really see any of that. And maybe it's just the maybe it is because they're young and uh, maybe they're just getting tired. Maybe they're more tired as the season goes on. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean. I don't know if if being young can really be an excuse because they were doing this earlier in the season and they were doing it just the last two, three, last like three weeks, uh, ever since that North Dakota State game. It's kind of... They they played the North Dakota State game pretty well. It's not that they they were 
awful, but ever they, since no, then they've, they they, they've progressively awful. gone yes. downhill. Since they keep then. they keep like snowballing, like you've yeah. said in the past. They keep snowballing towards this downward slope, and, and like you said, since yeah. North Dakota State, it kind of seems like you know they turn it on when they, they like, absolutely have late. to. It's like you're procrastinating yeah. homework, like you do it the <laughs> night before. They always turn it on in the fourth yeah. corner. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's tough to see a team this talented, a team with this many weapons, go down the same way they did last season. And you know, a yeah. lot of guys that you know were here, such, such as like Spencer Snell, last season senior, Mitchell Breeze, safety senior, won't right. be here next year. Yeah. But a silver lining in this, um, along with having the same kind of numbers as last year, you know, Robinson and Smith are both juniors, so both of them will most likely be back next season. Brady Davis mm-hmm. going into his senior year of or junior year of eligibility. Technically, he's a junior transfer, but he's right. seen as a sophomore by the team, so he has two more so, years of yeah. eligibility. Yeah. So, so the- it's going to be a long, long line. You know, a lot of some big summer of learning, big winter of learning, a lot for this team to hone in on for mm-hmm. this next season because it's going to be a proving ground. And now, as they fall to two and five in Valley play and five and five overall, they they are officially knocked out of the FCS rankings yeah. for the first time all season. Previously, they were number 22 in the coaches' poll, and they're number 14 in the stats. Now they are nowhere to be seen anywhere on any top 25 radar. How do you feel about that, Cade? How? You know, I mean, Tell I'm not surprised at all. I mean, they've Neither progressively fallen down the rankings uh, the past few weeks, and it obviously this loss did it did enough. I mean, they're they're out of the picture in the FCS polls. They're out of the Pretty much pretty out of much the playoff picture as well. Um, don't see that happening at I, all. Yeah. Even with a win this week, I don't see them getting no. playoff. It's tough. Uh, it's tough. Even in like if if they do win this game against Youngston this upcoming weekend, yeah, uh, six and five. It looks okay overall. And three five, and five in the valley. Right. Six and five uh, can get you into the playoffs, but a three and five conference record, I don't think, does get you in the. In especially the playoffs. if Indiana State does lose, if they do lose this upcoming right. week, they're still yeah. going to be. It's going to come down to those quality wins exactly. that they had against us. So. And yeah, I mean, like like you said, I mean, Illinois State, they still have Indiana State and Northern Iowa ahead of them in the conference standings, uh, and they lost to both those teams, even if. They end up with an even record with those. They lose those head-to-head battles. Um, Absolutely. I mean, there's no there's no playoff chances here. I don't it, I don't see with Illinois State. It's definitely uh, a tough pill to swallow for everyone on that team, especially yeah. you know a couple of the seniors. Uh, Mitchell Breeze spoke after the game. He said, "There's no easy game the rest of the way. We know we can be really good. We're just not doing anything about it right now. It's just really frustrating for everybody with the kind of talent that we have. We're just not showing it." And to see a senior step up and say that about the guys that he's going to be leaving after this next yeah. game, most likely, it, it it provides some sort of silver lining to the fact that maybe next year, you right. know, you know, Spack said <laughs> in his interview, I don't know what to say about this season because it's kind of just been a question mark. You throw your hands up and you're like, well, all Not we can sure. do now is work for next year at this point. Right. But the birds still do have a game this Saturday, their season finale, senior day at Youngston State. Youngston State kind of touting a similar line as the Redbirds this season. Uh, they are sitting dead last in offensive ranks, number 10 in the Valley, and they are, they're 4-6 and six on the year. Illinois State still somehow touts the number two ranked defense in the league. Yeah, Their stats, their stats don't lie. I mean, they're averaging 19 points. Two points allowed per game. Youngston puts up 22.6, so it should be kind of more a defensive bout, if anything, because the offense really needs to get going early on. From what I've seen in these past few games, the slow starts, right. the complacency from whoever's at quarterback, uh, the offensive line yeah. needs to tighten things up this week if they really want to just push for progress this upcoming season or next season, because they're kind of working towards that now. Uh, in the mindset of all, in all of it, uh, let's just hope they come out. 
you know, they give the seniors a proper farewell. They give the seniors a proper tribute to what they've done for the program. And they go from there after the fact. But as we reach Youngstown State Saturday, Cade, why don't you give us a quick prediction for the final game of the season for Redbird football? All right. Uh, you know, uh well, Illinois State, like you said, somehow they're second in defense still in allowing only 19 points per game. And Youngstown State is dead last in offensive points per game. Yep. And I think that's the biggest matchup that, that I mean, that's This could go either way. This, re- this really that, could go either way <laughs> if you look at it. Uh, the stats are not lying. Uh, yeah. It's kind of a toss-up, like how it's been the last few weeks. You don't know if they're going to come out with a win. You don't know if they're going to yeah. come out with a loss. So. Yeah, so, I mean, clearly I think ISU's defense wins the matchup versus Youngstown State's offense, mm-hmm. whereas uh, I think, like you said, Illinois State – I mean, we've kept on saying in the past three or four weeks that the offense just really, really needs to get going early in the game, uh, create a spark in that offense to keep get some momentum and keep moving forward. Um, I, I mean, I see I, I see the Redbirds pulling this one out on Senior Day at home, final home game. They're four and one at home this season, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know the only bright spot. Youngstown is zero um, and four away on road yeah, games. Yeah, that, that too, and they're they they haven't won a road game yet. Uh, I mm. think there's too many mismatches. Uh, there, if there's there's like there's one player really that ISU needs to worry about on Youngstown State's offense. That's uh, Tevin McCaster. He's the number two running back in the Absolutely. in the conference. Um, but other than that, I mean, now we have seen a lot of you know we have seen the ISU defense really Show struggle up. against yeah. the, the against the running game. But I don't know. I th- I, th- I think like I said, senior day, last home game. I see ISU pulling this one out for a score. I'll give you 27 to 21. Wow. Yeah. That's a close game. All right. Um, you know, I'm going to kind of attribute and contribute to what I've been saying pretty much this whole time. It's been a frustrating season. Uh, five and five. Obviously, we've not worse back, and the Birds thought they'd be at this point in the year. They really hoped they'd be in contention for a playoff spot. But regardless, you know, you got to play with the, the, the hand you're dealt with, and this is where they're going to go here from now. Uh, focuses on Youngstown State, obviously. Uh, Spack said even in the postgame uh, presser, he said, I knew we were a year away. I know we're young. But the way we started the season, I was really hopeful. These past few weeks have been really frustrating. And obviously it's shown on the field from the way they've been playing, more likely. But, you know, Youngstown State, I think I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. I feel like the Birds are going to pull this out for their seniors. Senior day, last home game of the year. Ended on a high note and then just focus on getting back and focus on achieving that goal they wanted to this year. So I'm going to go ISU 28, Youngstown 14. I feel like two scores. Spencer Schnell is going to have another big day. Had a career day on Saturday, 156 yards and two tutties. Very, very, very powerful day from him. I like it. I like it. All right, well, that game between Illinois State and Youngstown State, that will be at noon Saturday at Hancock Stadium. Yes, sir. And we will shift gears now to basketball where another – Unfortunate result uh, over the weekend. Same day, actually, on Saturday, Saturday night. Both Saturday following the fo- Yeah, following the football game, ISU took on Belmont down in Nashville, and man, that was that was really a high-scoring game. A very uh, offensive shootout, really. You know, they, uh, they came out. They Belmont came out and they scored out quickly. Yeah. I think they scored their first five of eight shots. Yeah, they were winning I mean, thirteen to two. Yeah, thirteen to two with it like three minutes left in the first. Something yeah, like I mean, that. I mean, yeah, just just like. Three minutes into the first half, they're up three to thirteen to two. I mean, got off to a really, really hot start. A lot of threes in that game. Uh, final score, obviously, one hundred to eighty-nine. Belmont comes out 
uh, on top. And it, I mean, it kind of seems like it was close there at the end, but really Belmont was just kind of, you know, they're kind of coasting to a finish. Mm. Illinois State never came within 10 points in the second half. It was 90 to 70 at one point. They were yeah. down 20. That's yeah. it's. I mean, that's. I don't know. Uh, it's a little but, disheartening yeah, to see. It's a don't little you think? disheartening to see. I mean, it's really the defense uh, that that lacked all day long. And I mean, according to Coach Muller, the defense hasn't really shown up at all this year. Uh, even in the exhibition games, even in practices, they're not guarding guys. They just don't show the effort. They don't show the at least right now they're the not fight. That they don't show the yeah. fight on the defensive end. And you know that's that's really where it all starts. Uh, Really, in any sport, uh, it, it all starts on the defensive end. And, you know, not allowing points is the same as putting up more points. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the same as just outshooting the other team. Um, but, yeah, it was really a disappointing loss for ISU. You, you're coming into it, you really think it's going to be a, it's a, a really a great it's, shootout, good on game. Paper, on paper, on paper, if you look yeah. at it, just the names in general, if you look at the two schools that are playing, you think, yeah. oh, ISU's mm-hmm. going to come out with this one, no doubt. And then they go to Belmont. Uh, I mean, yeah, Belmont. I mean, to be fair, Belmont it was an NCAA tournament team just mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Absolutely, they have a good. I mean, they have a good reputation in the NCAA. They're they're a really high powered offense. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, of their they're last, really outshot. They I just, think of their uh, their last 115 home games, they've won what? Yeah. How many? 106, the, the, yeah, 107. This was, their, this was their 107th home win out of their last 115 home games for Belmont, and that. That is nuts. That, that's that's <laughs> to put it lightly. That's that is that is insane. absolutely that is, incredible. Yeah, that, that is an incredible run so, for a team like that. And I was trying I mean, to build it up, like, yeah. oh, you look at ISU and Belmont. <laughs> oh, but Belmont's also won 107 of their last 115 home games the past however many years. So that's a stat to be remembered in this regard. Yeah. But along with your lines, you're saying like, oh, def- defense wins games. Defense is the main yeah. thing they need to focus on. I remember we were talking media day i remember both of us going there and you know we were talking to malik we were talking to phil we were talking to these guys saying like oh i asked them a question i was like oh what are some things you guys need to work on what are some things that can make you you know separate yourself from last year to this year mm-hmm. every single one of those guys said play better defense every single one of those guys be a leader phil and malik are they <laughs> being the leaders right now for this team i don't know not really i haven't seen that uh yet uh, especially the defensive effort just really don't see that at all and really the physicality of this team uh they got out rebounded uh like 41 to 33 wow and phil fain the guy that you really think is going to be i mean i, that, I mean I, that, that we all i'm saying we all think really phil fain should be the the leading rebounder of this team you know should. the most physical guy he only recorded two rebounds in that game he did have 23 he points. did lead the, he, did, he, he did, did lead, lead the, the game he had with, game high or, yeah he lead the game and with 23 points but I mean, they're just no, they're not physical on defense or win going. Uh, I mean, even Coach yeah. Muller said after the game, he said, we we have no physicality. Uh, we we have certain guys who are supposed to go to the offensive boards. Malik's one of them. He never goes. Phil fights a little bit, but he gets physically worn out. William Tinsley goes sometimes. He just says, we've been physically beat up on the boards, even in our exhibition games. He doesn't see the effort uh, in this team right now. Or the leadership, as we talked about last week as well. Absolutely. Uh, and those are the a, biggest question yeah. marks. And that's really the two most important things that carries a team into March and mm-hmm. carries a team through March and even into April. For mm-hmm. the, Absolutely. Yeah. Give credit to Tinsley in this game, though. He did pull down a team best six rebounds and had yeah. a couple block shots as well. Yeah, so I he mean, was he was attributing to that culture that Mueller wants right. to create. But then again, <laughs> it is early. We're going into game three tomorrow. 
against yeah. Chicago State at home at 7 p.m. And we're just going to see how they come back from this loss. And, you know, a Chicago State team that, I mean, you kind of know more about the Chicago State team than I would. But, you know, a Chicago State team that has struggled there 0-3 currently. Yeah, Chicago State. I mean, obviously they're a smaller school um, out of the Western Athletic Conference. Mm-hmm. They've had three tough opponents so far this season, and they're 0-3 tough. Uh, so far. I mean, obviously, they played Indiana, a Big Ten team, yeah. for their first game. They took that loss, 104-55. to That's that's granted. That's Indiana. That's I right. I mean, right. I mean, this they've had they've had three straight road games. Chicago State. They have not played on. They have not played at home yet. Uh, their second loss was to Notre Dame, and then Central hmm. Michigan. All big blowouts. And now they head here to Illinois State tomorrow night for 7 p.m. tip-off. I mean, this is going to be a big game for ISU to just settle down and, you know, focus on the defensive end, focus on what uh, the the core... Uh, those core, those role players, those yeah. four guys that we've mentioned yeah. many, many times in the past, they are the guys that are going to get the entire team to step up. Guys like Copeland, guys like Josh mm-hmm. Jefferson, who are just rotated. And Copeland getting more starts now, scoring right. a lot more points. He did have 14 in this past game against Belmont. But you see you know, playmakers, budding playmakers in Jefferson. You see him score 17 points against FGSU last week. And you see mm-hmm. him rotate in. You see these other role players you know, making their mark. Where does it start? It starts with these role players. It starts with Malik. It starts with Phil. It starts with Will. It starts with Keyshawn. Yeah. It starts with those guys. It's, it starts with the starters, obviously. Yes. Obviously, and, it starts uh, with I mean, those four guys. Right. And, I mean, that's where, that's, that's where I think the leadership is, and that's where they need to uh, step it up here. And I think tomorrow night's a perfect, uh, perfect opportunity to kind of take a step back and focus on defensive end of the ball, um, hone in on those skills, and Absolutely. just keep uh, – you know, obviously regroup here. Uh, they had the day off yesterday. They're getting back at it today. Coming back home tomorrow. And coming be... back home. Before they start the Cayman Islands Classic against right. some really, really big teams. Technically, I well, believe this is some, somehow some part of the Cayman Islands so Classic. Before like we... U.S. Uh, <laughs> portion of the schedule versus the actual tournament at Cayman Islands. We, we decided to look this up before we started the podcast. Here, right. And we've, we stumbled across Chicago State's website and... We think this is... Supposedly, yes. Chicago State is a part of the Cayman Islands Islands Classic. However, Chicago State will not be making the trip to the Cayman Islands. I believe there's there's a separate portion of this that is played here before the actual tournament uh, in the islands. At at the islands. At the islands. You can't go in and... And, you know, I don't know. It really confuses me, but... I'm not we'll exactly see. Sure. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, you know that first game against Georgia. <laughs> after this, after tomorrow's game against Chicago right. State, it's going to be a big, big step up. Yeah, big step ISU's up. Got so a huge step up in competition after this Chicago State game, uh, that, and it starts with that Georgia game in the uh, Cayman Islands Classic. Then after that, I mean, there's a great uh, number of teams in that in that tournament. There, uh, a lot of teams that we've seen in the NCAA tournament and just past couple of years like georgia georgia state mm-hmm. clemson you know st bonaventure creighton Absolutely. all good teams those are good right teams. there and, and those, that's you know, great competition that goes along with you know muller's intent to make sure this team is breeded or, or sorry bred for ncaa tournament you know aspirations yeah and along with those lines like we talked about those four guys and their leadership roles they're not exemplifying that right now, and that's okay. It's the third game of the season. You would hope they would come out swinging. You'd hope right. that this team would be. Yeah. We're, I feel like we're expecting something that's you know catas- uh, catastrophically like amazing, mm-hmm. like it's categorically you know the biggest, most uh, 
influential year for ISU basketball to have to make their mark in an NCAA tournament run. So along with those lines, Kate, I'm going to ask you a question. What do you think this team needs to do right now, right now, for them to see the end of the road in March? So along with those defensive <laughs> positionings, along I with mean, the team leadership just, roles, it's so early to tell, but yeah. what do you think from what you've seen these past three, two games that they played, and along with the exhibitions, along with yeah. everything Muller has said? I mean, I think most specifically, I mean, like just listening to the coach, I mean, I know Muller has said, like, he's preached at every single practice, every nice. single game, you know. You, they have to stay committed on the defensive end, and that's how they were two is years ago. When, is, it, is it the discipline aspect of it? I mean, I would say, yeah, I mean, he, he he says he tells them all the time in practice they just don't listen they don't guard and, and they don't even guard in practice I mean that's what he that was the first thing he said after the game he said I'm not even mad because we're not even guarding in practice either so you know they gave up a hundred points I mean they this defense I think that's what needs to be fixed um, I think maybe the communication between coaches and players in practice maybe the, they're not taking it the right way you know they're not clicking all the right buttons and, and these players maybe they're not they need to get the most out of these players because the, they certainly this, have the time the, the time is now the they time the time have. is now to yeah. do it i mean malik obviously last year he tested the nba draft waters decided to come back unfinished business this year right right unfinished this business is the time exactly. you have a valley team last year like loyola making it as far as they did isu wants to turn it they back. have the potential right there and it's just a matter of you know fixing a few things clicking the right buttons getting getting the most potential out of each of these yeah. players and that's that's the whole point um, of a long season and it starts on the defensive end absolutely i 100 <laughs> agree that, with you that's what's going to carry you all throughout the, uh valley play and all throughout march is is the defensive end i think a key yeah. for this upcoming game tomorrow is the mindset that they have along with what you've been saying yeah they need to come into that's, this game yeah, and have that mindset we're just going to take care of business really quick and get ready for georgia yeah, Chicago State is just to me, and I would see to a lot of other fans. I'm not undermining Chicago State, but this is just another game. This is something to get them ready for the bigger things. This is in a their game schedule. that that they're supposed to win. It's this a is huge a game momentum that, that game they going into this win. Georgia game, especially. Yeah. So we'll absolutely. see how that we'll see how that turns out. Uh, ISU returns home tomorrow, where they will play host to Chicago State Cougars in a 7 p.m. tip off. Cade, what do you think about tomorrow, man? How do you think? this team is going to come out against Chicago State in a setting where they need to win the game. Yeah. I mean, I think I think Illinois State definitely pulls out the win tomorrow night. I mean, just looking at the offensive production they've put up, uh, obviously last game putting up 89 points, and then against Florida Gulf Coast, 74 points. I mean, they definitely have the offense, and I think the defense will come around. I think it'll be good enough to uh, outscore to beat Chicago State. You know, I, th I think the defense, it's not there yet. I mean, obviously, it'll come around soon enough. They have a lot of uh, a lot of time. Tough, they have a lot of tough competition coming up as well, uh, even in the non-conference schedule. Um, but as for tomorrow night specifically, I think the offense is just too good uh, for Chicago State. I, I mean, I see a big win tomorrow night, maybe 15 points or so, 15 I do to 20 well. points. I do as well. ISU has many proven scores especially in this past week where we've seen new people come up yeah and yeah i mean they exactly. played well they played yeah. very well they've earned their spot and then they're going to be continuing to play well and that's how i feel like tomorrow is going to go it's going to be a big momentum 
momentum game. Absolutely, 100%. All right, me and Cade will be at tomorrow's game for a 7 p.m. tip-off against Chicago State at Redburn Arena. This is all we have for you guys this time around. But be sure to follow us on Twitter at Vedette Sports. We will be live tweeting the basketball game tomorrow. Keep up with everything the latest on Illinois State Sports at VedetteOnline.com. This has been the Redbird Report. I'm John. He's Cade. Cade, any final words before we sign off? I don't think so. Go Birds, baby. We'll see you guys next week.